Conversate for a few. Welcome to the next episode of Conversate for a Few. I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This is not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely is not. This is a podcast about hip hop. What are we doing today, bro? Let's talk the impact of Gangsta Grills. Okay. On the culture. All right, let's do that. The drama. Let's do and that. And the drama that surrounded them at the time. That's a fact. That's a, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. All right. Um. Shit. I just asked you before we got started, right? Damn. You know what I wanted to start doing is cussing less on this show, right? Especially that's in the funny. first like ten to fifteen minutes. I didn't make it thirty yeah. seconds. I'm looking. I know what time we started. I don't think I made it thirty forty five. I know I didn't make it forty five seconds. But uh, anyway. Yeah. Y'all forgive me out there in, in Futane Land. But one thing I wanted to, um, what do you have a favorite Gangster Grizz? Because I asked you before we got yeah, started. Yeah, time right. <laughs> Nah. I mean, ain't, nah. That, that's, that, that, that counts. Nah, I know, dude, but honestly, I, I, would, I would say, I would say that. I would say that one. Yeah, I mean, I, that, that counts. So I won't take yeah, that I for say you. That I know most people will say Lil Wayne. I think most people probably say Lil Wayne too. I would. Look, Trap or Die. Mm. Trap or Die all day, every day. <laughs> trap or Die. <laughs> that, like, is, that was that was super dope. Yeah. That joint, that joint was, yeah, yeah. And you, and I'm sure you um, know way more. You was probably on way more than I was. But that one was so great to me. That was like, I, I felt like that caught everyone's attention, even if you weren't up on them. Yeah, man. Um, it did. It it it, it started a, uh, honestly, it started a wave like I had never seen before in hip hop, in all honesty. And the only thing that I've seen similar to it was the way 50 came through. Mm-hmm. You know, it was really that heavy. It, I don't think Jeezy's influence was as widespread as 50s, but it mm-hmm. was but it was certainly as rampant where it was. Yeah, you for know, sure. like you go to Atlanta and um it's it's you pull up beside cars and it's snowmen hanging from the from the uh rearview mirror, like it's snowman air fresheners in people's cars. People yeah. wearing the t-shirts, like the t-shirts got banned from schools in Atlanta. Right, right. You know what I mean? So it was, I mean, to the point where companies were mimicking the snowman and selling it. So they go out to the magic show out in Vegas and and people is out there selling their merch. As if yeah. it's, you know what I mean? Like, so it, it really mm-hmm. got popping. Like, it was, I, I, had the, I had the luxury of going to the strip club during that era in Atlanta. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I did. I, I'm, and I'm gonna be honest with you, it ain't even something I didn't even want to be there. I, we was on a business trip, and I was, I was talking to my boy Malloy last night. And when I was on business trips back in the day, a, a, a music trip, I didn't go to have fun. Like right, right. I went to handle business, and I was generally tired after. You know, I, I wasn't there to have fun. But sometimes part of doing business is going out and being on the scene. You know what I mean? The person yeah. you're doing business with might, might want to have a good time. So we find ourselves in strokers. Right, mm-hmm. and when I tell you they played Trap or Die and Strokers that night from top to bottom, and the strippers was on the stage, literally mm-hmm. while stripping, getting money, reciting that the mixtape word for word. It's crazy. I had never seen that like that before. Like, yeah, like yeah. what in the world is going? You know I mean so the man literally took over the city. You know what I mean like, so, and that was on the back of that mixtape, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's that's my favorite. Uh to your favorite, and I think we're gonna talk more about this later. Um, to your favorite, the fact that we're what, twenty years removed from that era, close yeah, to yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean fifteen, yeah. twenty years removed from that era. Uh and Tyler goes back, you know what I mean, and gets drama for against the grills. Right. And truth be told, most of Tyler's audience has absolutely no idea who DJ Drama is. I know, but that's part of it that I thought was so dope about it is that even though um, Tyler's younger, right, and his core demographic really probably don't even 
wasn't maybe even around, right? Certainly didn't know about it at that time. It, that's what was so dope is Tyler said that he always wanted to have a Gangsta Grills. Yeah, he did. You know what I mean? Take with DJ Drama. So that's why he went and did it. So I think that was dope for multiple reasons to introduce, you know, one for, for his catalog personally. And he got to fulfill, the, uh, you know, a hip hop dream of his. But then also to reintroduce or to introduce um, DJ Drama to a whole new, younger, broader audience that had never knew of his legendary mixtape status. That's right. Right. That's right. So that, you know, that so was connecting, you know, two two different eras together. So I thought that was real dope. I mean, it was it was is it was one of those things, man. It it really to me sealed the album, right? Because yeah. uh, you were the first person to point out to me that Lumberjack, the first joint they dropped, was a remake of a Gravedigger's joint. Yeah, two right. cups of blood. Two cups yeah. of blood. Then I realized I think the first song on the album, not not the first song, but one of the first joints on the album is is a remake of a West Side Gun song. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know what I mean? mm-hmm. So and then, yeah, go ahead. And go then ahead. another one is a remake of Nas uh, uh, Nazareth Nazareth Savage on right. the Street Distinct album. Right. They flipped that. Yeah. So the album really is a mixtape. Right. So to put drama on it, you know what yeah. I mean? Like the album, yeah. the album is a mixtape in in almost its truest form because he's rapping over other people's beats the way mixtapes were, almost even before drama's era. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, well, nah, drama's era niggas was rapping over other shit. Like, well, it was both. It was both. He 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 had he he did both. He did the rapping over things that were out popular songs you know what i'm saying mc's burning people's other other music down right other people's music down mm-hmm. i'm sorry and then he had the mixtapes where it was pretty much a street album yeah you know yeah both the two different types of gangsta grills um right tyler's album i think is more of a traditional mixtape type of gangsta grills but mm-hmm. produced with all new like original beats Right, Un- updated. Yeah, but these ain't even updated, bro. These is just new beats for the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was a that was a legacy play, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, it and it extended uh, drama's legacy in a way that I don't think drama would have ever really imagined. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but you know, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I was thinking, you know, this was similar to which is also what makes him a great student. See, this, the real, even if they're new artists, which you can tell if they're students of the game, which you can tell Tyler is, and you can tell, of course, Kendrick is, because him grabbing Capri and putting him on, having him throughout Damn, yeah. basically hosting it, is like the same kind of thing. Yeah, very similar. Yeah. Very similar thing. Um you know, it's very similar, but I'll say this. It's, I'm glad you used the word hosting. Um, even though you, even though Drama hosted the mixtape, the way Drama hosted the mixtape, it was because Drama is the Drama King, you know what I mean? In that way, the way he does his... You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, the way he does his, his gangster grills. It's a signature sound. The The tape itself is a signature sound. Kid, yeah. Cap- Kid Capri is a signature sound in itself, but it's Kid Capri, not a series right, right. or a. You see what I mean? Right, like you right, can't, you yeah. don't have a name brand, yep, catalog thing to tie to Kid Capri. It was a respect thing tying it to the to the eras. You see what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. Tyler took it a step for, further, in my opinion, because even more hip hop. Yeah, you know sure. than what Kendrick mm-hmm. did. So, and I know a lot of people. I don't know if a lot of people did. A lot of people that are hip hop nerds like us probably saw that comparison early. Um, I didn't see a lot of hate around it, but I know that talk was floating around out there. I just like to say I can see that Tyler saw it, and because he's made that tweet so much longer ago, I don't think he was necessarily influenced by it. Mm-hmm. And he executed it in a way that is more in line with what drama is about and what a gangster group yeah. tape is actually about versus right. Kendrick used Capri, Kid Capri is like a a host, mm-hmm. a narrator. 
Yeah. More or less. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. I mean, it was more narration than hosting. Yeah, that's you know the, I mean? that's a fact. Yeah, that was dope yeah. though. Um, yeah. So, what was you? What was you? Mm, I already asked. That's one thing I asked before we started this conversation. I was gonna tell the people I asked: Was you a, a fan of the Gangster Grills? Like, up on like a lot of them. Yeah, uh, and that's one thing I'll say. Like, so. A fan, I won't say. Mm-hmm. I was a fan. Mm-hmm. I'll say I was real selective about the ones that I would, you know, was interested. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because when I think of a fan, like a fan being a fan, like you really on up on everyone that dropped, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So. And I think what you answering that question that way made me think about, Um, I think the way we listen to music is a lot different than the way the masses or the average listen listens to music. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh a lot like I think do I treat that I treat I treat it gangsta grills, I think a lot like people treat like I treat podcasts with interviews, right? I don't necessarily it's not necessarily about how good the interviewer is unless they're interviewing somebody I want to see them interview. Right. You know what I mean? Some people gonna watch Howard Stern every day. They don't give a damn who he's talking to because they love Howard Stern. I right. think I think drama got to a point where he was able to break artists because the public loved what he was putting together, so they was going to get a drama tape. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? We were selective, so I was going to get the one with Jeezy. I was going to get the Ti. I might go get the Wayne. You see what I'm saying? Like it, it was mm-hmm. those things, you know. Uh, but he created a brand to himself where I think he grew his following and his 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 fandom to a point where people was buying it off the face that there's a gangster grills out it didn't right. make no difference who was on it right it might excuse me it might have mattered to us and that's all respect you know what i mean that we we get we get that right but i don't i don't think it matters as much to the masses you know what i mean and i don't know how many djs other than clue that's what I was about to say. It, 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 he became like a clue. It didn't matter. Everybody wanted to be on Clue, and if it was a Clue new Clue mixtape dropping, it was the hottest thing, and you wanted to get it. Yep. Yep. And, and I think that's exactly what happened. Well, you know, to the point in which you're speaking, that's exactly what happened with DJ Drama and, and our Gangster Grill series. Yeah, because he set the tone. He made it a feeling. He matter of fact, he gave certain people a feeling on the Gangster Grill that you couldn't get on their album. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Like that mm-hmm. aggressive, this is, and they were sequenced so well. You know what I mean? Like some people's yeah. gangster grills were better than their albums. Yeah, wow. Which is true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. And I could think back to Clue had that appeal on us, I think, having to go get that Clue tape because it was an assortment of artists on that tape and you didn't know what you were going to get. Mm-hmm. So we might rush to get every clue tape differently than we did every gangster grills because the gangster grills was typically with an artist, right? You know, um, I want to look something up. Was every gangster grills with an artist? I wonder. I think, I think, I so. think so. I think every gangster grill that um, was was you know a specific artist. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And that became a thing of artists wanting to do a full Gangsta Grill mixtape uh, with DJ Drama. Yeah, I think that's I think that's what it is. I'm not even gonna waste my time looking that up. I'm almost yeah. certain that's what happened. Yeah, yeah that that Ti run was crazy. Uh, one thing I didn't realize that I that I did learn on um, watching the Gangsta Grill set. At Dreamville, not at Dreamville, but the Gangster Grill set was at Dreamville. I was at home watching it on Amazon, just <laughs> just not to be misleading. Um, one thing that I did learn is that the Gangster Grills is where, oh, I was reminded is that the Gangster Grills is where Ti announced the King of the South. Uh, yeah, which is back to our prior conversation about. Uh, King of New York going wrong and how you know what I mean that kind of bled over into the South. Yeah. So that mm-hmm. was a, that was announced that Gangsta Grills is a part of that legacy as well. And he he really did launch launch Ti. 
you know, he was he was on fire with them games. What what you read? So yeah, I'm looking up. I was looking up, and well, I'm gonna get into it after you finish your your point because there's a uh, unlike Clue and other uh, DJs. There's a, you know another part to DJ drama history that I want us to touch on before you know before we move forward. Oh yeah, for sure. But um, yeah. I don't, I'm not I certain. I'm not certain. Do we think uh, where I was headed is? Do we think Ti is the Ti that we know of without Gangster Grills? Do we think Lil Wayne is the Lil Wayne that he ended up being without Gangster Grills? I think Lil so Wayne. I'm gonna ask you, no, yeah. yes. My answer is no, yes. I was, I was, yeah. Ti, no. Lil Wayne, yes. Yeah, and the reason I think so is because Lil Wayne was doing a lot of tapes that were getting burned before he got to the. You know what I mean, like that squad yeah. up and all that stuff. He was dropping a lot of fire that was getting a lot of attention, which I feel like warranted him against the grills. I think he worked himself up to against the grills. You know what I mean? I think he worked himself from a a child star, a child rapper, up to. An adult rapper, and then when he became an adult with his gangster grills. Mm-hmm. Man, you know what? It, 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 and not we're not going to take this off of drama and gangster grills, but just with that point that you made about him being a child star and working his way up as an adult, well-respected rapper. Yeah. Like a lot of, he's one of the only child stars that was able to transition seamlessly into the into an adult uh, artist with respect. Yeah, bow wow, that never happened. No, we, he's, he doesn't get the same respect. You know, a lot of other ones that, you know, they for multiple reasons, but generally child stars don't usually, aren't usually accepted well when older, when they get older. Right. Even Lil Romeo, same thing. Right. And I can tell you two reasons really quickly as to why Wayne yeah. kept going and other ones didn't. Mm-hmm. Wayne never did kitty music. Facts. Ever, he never did a childish song in his life that we could that we know of. He might have, but they never put them shits out. Yeah, it never you came what I'm out. Saying? <laughs> Ever, yeah. never did. And Wayne wrote his own rhymes. Yep. Two, he was actually talented. He was a right. talented MC. Those other ones were talent. They had talent. Like, you know what I mean, like, it takes talent to go in the studio and 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 put down a good record, whether you wrote it or not. Uh, let me not take that away. You see what I'm saying? Yes. But the talent of writing a record is something that's sustainable. Mm-hmm. You know, so those are the two reasons. Not, not that was a decent. I like that aside though. But we gonna. I think that's a whole topic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think sure. that's a whole topic. What was you? What was you reading? Though? I want to know what that was before we move to something else. Yeah, yeah. Because um, just in light of uh, Tyler taking home. Uh, rap album of the year. Okay. Uh, and it being, of course, against the grill. Against the grills, which is why this topic came up. Honestly, right? In all honesty. Exactly. So just in, in saluting them and their, their collaborative work together, that like that won them a Grammy. I think is beautiful, also because of some of the falls. So I'm glad Tyler reached back and brought him up into the light to kind of get the respect that he. The respect mm-hmm. that he was getting, but I mean, you know how it goes when you can be hot in the industry, then you have a slight fall or step back, and then you cool off or people are not dealing with you. Yeah. Uh, so this is from a billboard. This is from billboard.com, an article from 2007. DJ Drama, and it's titled DJ Drama Arrested and Mixtape Raid. There you go. But that speaks to his power and influence. He was getting busy, and he was on some no limit stuff. He's making a lot of money selling mixtapes. They was getting to it. They was getting to it. Do you hear me? They was getting to it. Now I'm gonna just read a, a parts piece of the article. Yeah, just you know for the Futane Clan and the listeners to get a feel. But it says the office of Atlanta-based affiliates music group, home based to Just Those Mixtape DJ of the Year awardee DJ Drama and DJ Don Cannon were raided yesterday afternoon, January 16th, by Morrow County Sheriff's Joint Vice Task Force and Clayton County Police. Listen, it said the officers confiscated more than 81,000 mixtape CDs <laughs> to be destroyed along with computers, recording equipment, and four cars. The company's assets were also frozen. Uh, I, yeah. I mean... 
Now, this that's crazy, but I'm gonna read this next piece and then I'm gonna end it. But this speaks to something you was actually just saying. Yeah. It says DJ Drama, who recently took home four trophies at the Justo's 10th annual mixtape awards, is largely considered the top mixtape DJ and has catapulted and revitalized the careers of Young Jeezy and Lil Wayne, respectively. Uh-huh. His arrest now calls into question whether major labels will continue to utilize mixtapes as promotional tools. Yep, shut that down. The funny thing is, is mixtapes were making so much noise, right? At the mm-hmm. time, they were making so much noise uh, across the, the industry, not just, not just uh drama but yeah. drama was leading the charge yeah yeah you know what i mean he was he was the, he was the figurehead for this whole thing you know um so yeah. much so that when it was time to shut the mixtape tape game down they came after him right you can't name anybody else that the feds went and got it was no. a lot of people moving a lot of mixtapes during that right time. right right it was yo the, the number that they confiscated is just Hilarious! Eighty-one thousand mixtape CDs. Eighty-one thousand in the cut. In the cut. Yo, they going ten a pop. Yo, my God, man, it's caking, <laughs> caking. But bro. you, yo, you know what? This is uh, this is our conspiracy theory segment, right? I don't know what made them focus on DJ Drama or even the mixtape series or mixtape DJs period. I don't know who it was, but if you ask me, it was the top record label exec. You did right. That's that what I was thinking. Call in to go and stop that cuz it's cutting into our money of our artists. They got they can't just as much money off of off of the mixtapes as what we're releasing as the labels officially. They got, no, that's they got with the RIAA and went and shut that shit down. Do you yeah. hear me? They got with the RIAA and went and shut that shit down. We're not having that. It's getting too much money. And it wasn't no way for them to get cut in. You right. see what I'm saying? Like, they was like, yo. Yeah, they didn't. I mean, wasn't no reason. So, what I got here is... DJ Drama's top ten gangster grills. What he says oh, he is. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. This yeah, is a, yeah, this was in a double XL. I want to give them their credit. I shouldn't, but I am. It's it's why okay. His first one is the Jeremiah tape. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Late nights is 2012. Number yeah. nine. Two chains, the true religion, two true real religion, 2011. Uh, Chris Brown in my zone, 2010. Mm. Ti down with the king, 2006. It's number seven. Meat meal, dream chases two, 2012. Fabulous, there is no competition two, the funeral service, 2010. I don't remember that one. I do not remember. That's what I was about to say. I don't remember that. Gucci Mane, the movie, 2008. I can tell you for a fact, I skipped that one on purpose. Um, Pharrell, In My Mind, the prequel, 2006. Definitely remember that one. Number two is Jeezy, Trap or Die, 2005. (laughs) And then the first one is Lil Wayne, Dedication, 2, 2006. Yeah. So his favorites is de- is dedication too, and next being trap or die. So, yeah, yeah. But this was pre call me if you get lost. So I wonder where that would rank on on the list right. now. I, yeah, it would, yeah, it would it, be good to ask him in twenty twenty two if name you know what I mean put it together again. Yeah, and see if call me if they get lost or fit in somewhere. It would have to. It's just too good for it's one. It's too good. Two, it's monumental. Right. This has got to be the first mixtape that's ever won Grammy of the year. Grammy for Rap Album of the Year. Got to. I've never heard of it. 
Never happened. Okay, with the, the only one that the only other one I can think of that could have done it is Chance for coloring book. Okay, because that was a, that, that was a mixtape. I, I don't know, but it was a mixtape. But it was just a mixtape. Okay, yeah, it was a mixtape. It was. I don't think it was hosted. He won a Grammy for that. He did. He did. That's why I'm asking. I don't. That's know. why. I'm, that's why I'm saying. Yes, I know it's highly regarded. Coloring sure. book won for rap album of the year. Okay, but it wasn't hosted by nobody. It was a mixtape, though. I mean, yeah, yeah, it was. It was definitely a mixtape. Yeah. Um. Was it a mixtape because it was streaming only? Because it was the first streaming only album to win a Grammy. I think that's probably that, which is nuts mm. that you could call it a mixtape. And it's you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. First yeah. streaming only to win a Grammy. Let me ask Google: Is Coloring Book a mixtape? How about that? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I want to know. Yeah, it, yeah. What did it come out on? Or did it come out on anything? Well, what do you mean, label-wise? Chance was never signed to any label. Oh man, I ain't gonna get started with that. But okay, <laughs> it did come out on a label. Yeah, they yeah. come out. It came out on Apple Music. Yeah, okay. that you know, it's coloring. Well, what I do know is his recent albums are not worth Grammys. Uh, They're not worth being talked about. Let me tell you so. Yeah, you might should just you know. Yeah, that thing is bad. That thing bad. Okay, I googled it. Is Coloring Book a mixtape or an album? Coloring Book is the third mixtape by American rapper Chance the Rapper. It was produced by his group, The Soul Experiment, Lido, and Keitranada, among others. Okay. Yeah. It's definitely, even his Wikipedia is listed as a mixtape. So, technically, this is not the first mixtape to win a Grammy. But I do think, did Damn win a Grammy? But that's not a mixtape. That's an album hosted by a DJ. Yeah. It's so funny how this... But you got to. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like you got to. I think that's an album hosted by a DJ. Which feels more like a mixtape than Coloring Book. Yeah, it does. But Coloring Book is technically a mixtape. Yeah. You know. I don't know. So what you thinking? Dang. Uh, so then, what? So, I don't know. It, it, it's like when you get down to like specifics and technicalities, it um, and you got three different things. Okay. Okay. So that just put a thought into my head. With the way the industry is today. And this is this is a little off base from Gangsta Grills, but without Gangsta Grills, I don't think we get all the way here. And with Gangsta Grills now winning a Grammy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it extends things a little bit even further. So the way labels are treating albums versus mixtapes nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like you can turn in a, a, a body of work and the, and the label will put it out and say, well, we're not accepting that as an album, mm-hmm. but it is a mixtape. We're going to collect money from it. You may get a little royalties, whatever, whatever, but it doesn't go towards your contract. It doesn't go towards yeah. completing your contract because we don't count it as an album. Yeah. If we're in an era where mixtapes can readily win Grammys, you know what I mean? 2006 a mixtape 2016 a mixtape won a Grammy 2022 that's 6 years a mixtape won a Grammy you know what I mean the labels are seeing that mixtapes can win a Grammy what is the what is the reason inherently for them to put out an album on you if they can get all the accolades all the money from a mixtape and keep mm-hmm. you in your contract for an yeah. extended period of time cause the mixtapes don't count towards your contract Mm, right, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I doubt that's. I doubt that happened in 
in uh, Tyler's case, I'm pretty sure his his you know situation is put yeah. together well enough where it yeah. counted to, counted as an album. But, but, but style stylistically, it's a mix. See, that's why you got to be careful. You know I mean yeah. if you put if you stylistically stylistically put together a body of work that is a mixtape, but you want to present it to the world as an album. Mm-hmm. The label definitely has a leg to stand on now to say, "Well, no." You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if this helps that case or puts us in a, on a slippery slope or slip a more slip a slipperier slipperier slope. Slope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, as I'm thinking though, I'm I'm not accepting. Uh, so I, as I'm thinking. I'm not accepting coloring book as a mixtape. That's an album, mm. personally. And the reason why, because I'm thinking what make mixtapes mixtapes as we talk about Gangsta Grills, as we can talk about DJ Clue or DJ K Slay Street Sweeper series. If we can talk about uh, Duwop, Ron G, mm-hmm. uh, all of these people that have mixtapes and now some of our favorite artist songs appearing on these mixtapes. Yo, it's it's a it's led by a DJ. It's hosted by a DJ. So I'm not. So what I'm saying, the coloring book. I now I'm being super. You know, no, you know, hip hop. I'm on some hip hop bias stuff. So I don't respect coloring book as no. Uh, I don't respect it as okay. A, I respect it as a good body of words, good album, but it's not a mixtape. I can. If res- you don't have a DJ, it ain't a mixtape. I can respect that, right? I can respect that totally. I totally respect it. And looking at it from one side, it makes total sense. Um, looking at it from the side of a production company slash, you know, label that put out artists. I can't think of one time where the DJ was involved with the mixtape until we called him and told him to add what we needed him to add. Right. But I'm talking about even. All we um, needed him to do was to say shit. Right. But that's that's more like, okay. But that's cool. But that's more like mixtape albums. But mixtapes that wasn't the same artist all the way through, or even mixtape that was the same artist all the way through. They had they had a hand in in right. being present and announcing new stuff, new I songs. I mean, I feel you, but that ain't the type of mixtape I'm talking about. And that ain't the type of mixtape he did. You should have saying this mixtape is more in line with Down with the King. With Ti, it ain't but one artist. It's done. It's more yeah, in line yeah. with Trap or Die. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Right, right, that, right, that's right. what I'm talking yeah. about. So in in that instance, what typically happens? What I what happened in our case every time, right? Is mm-hmm. we put together a body of work, right? Which is the same thing Chance did, right? Yeah. The only thing we did different was went and get a DJ to host it because he was popular enough to get people to listen to it with his name on it. Chance, right, right. Chance decided yeah. I don't need to get to go, go get the DJ. I don't know that the DJ makes it more mixtape because the DJ didn't do shit. He didn't mix shit. He just hosted it. So okay. you see what I'm saying? So that's why I, I, I get what you're saying. I that's, get what why, you're saying. that's why I still that's why I still can look at coloring book as a mixtape because all he lacked doing was going to say I need a DJ no, to say yeah, something yeah. on top of my mixtape. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but and, I and, also and understand why like that. it is, and I also understand why you don't yeah. look at it as a mixtape because it is literally just a fucking album. Yeah. Period. I don't give a shit. Which it's an album. Hmm. I bet if he was signed, he wouldn't want that shit called a mixtape. Nah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So I can speak from both sides of my mouth on this topic because I understand. Right, yeah, I right. understand Absolutely. exactly where you're coming from, but I also understand from the other side is like. DJs don't necessarily make mixtapes anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fact. You know, yeah, I agree with that. You know, they host them. And then a lot of times you get to a point where this is mixtape hosted by such and such. That way you know for a fact that DJ didn't do shit but host it. Right. There was an era of that where DJs was getting a bag just to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, because cause niggas, I feel like, and that, that was a gangster, gangster grills effect in my opinion. Because niggas wanted that energy, couldn't go pay drama, didn't have enough cachet for drama to want to do it, mm-hmm. but felt like that's what made that was a part of what made mixtapes mixtapes and what made them exciting and what made them good. So you go get that voice on it, 
but it ain't having the same effect. It's really more annoying. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. because drama yeah. was doing it that way and it was sounding, it was working so well, I think a lot of people, I think a lot of DJs got a bag just off the trend. Yeah, that's true. I think you know? so. But, uh, yeah. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. But in raising um, that history of DJ drama being raided by the feds and all the albums been taken, I, I wanted to bring that point up to contrast it with now getting a Grammy for Gates of Grill. <laughs> right. That's a hell of a leap, man. Right. It's a hell of a leap, and it also lets you know. And it also highlights the hypocrisy of the music industry, too. It highlights the hypocrisy of the music industry, but it also lets you know how powerful they knew he probably could become. Right. If they didn't shut that shit down, we would have seen this way sooner. Yeah. We'd have seen this way sooner. We'd have seen... We, they, a, a Grammy Award winning, at least worthy, Gangsta Grills would have been produced long before this. If they didn't get in the way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Hey, yeah. Here's here's a, a quick a quick um quick thing for a quick little side side note for you. Did you know that Gilly have a gangster grills? Does he? Where? Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Because but this was right around the time, uh, like uh, before him and the, the stuff with Wayne. Wayne, yeah. when he put the song out, he sent it to Drama, had a good relationship, and was on Drama Mixtapes. Uh, but then, uh, you know, Little Wayne, he got a call from Birdman, like, yo, you you mess with them. If you mess with him, then you ain't messing with us. But then when everything got cleared up, they finished and did they, wow. they, they mixtape. Yeah. Politics in the mixtape yeah. mix world. Hey, it be like that sometimes. That's it's yeah. foul, though. That is foul. <laughs> <laughs> That is foul. Yeah, man. <coughs> I don't know, man. Drama, man. Did you watch any of the Dreamville on Amazon? Um, a little, uh, a little bit. I okay. saw, I saw, uh, what did I say? I saw Earth, some of Earth Gang, and I saw some of more, uh, more rape. More rape. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I watched the drama set. With Jeezy, okay. T.I., and Wayne. Uh, mm-hmm. That was dope. In its own way. Terribly mm-hmm. lit. But that ain't had anything to do with drama and T.I. and them. You know. Right. Uh, Wayne is the weirdest rapper on the planet. Why you say that? Officially. Man, you sound like DJ Khaled, man. You just, nah. hey, it is what it is. Yeah, right? You just go back and watch it. All right, I'm going to go. It's online. You go watch it. It's tell online. Me. It's online. <laughs> Wayne yeah. is a weird guy. Wayne is fried. Not weird. He ain't weird. He fried. Now, when you say that, I completely understand what okay. you mean. You I don't mean that. weird. I mean, he's fried. Okay, got it. Yeah, completely blitz. He's gone. <laughs> but, um, you know, after uh, the performance, it was Wayno, uh, Rob Markman, and a young lady whose name I cannot remember. Um, but she's a, a popping... Uh, journalist, interviewer, you know, in mm-hmm. in, in hip hop media, rap now, mm-hmm. right now too. Um, I think she's on this. I think she's on rotation, but I can't remember her name to save my life. Okay. They sat down and talked to drama right after the set, right? Mm-hmm. So they talking to him about the legacy against the grills and all this stuff. And as they're having a conversation with him, the chat come through on Wayno's phone that they won the Grammy. Yeah. So. I'm watching it as drama finds out that he won Grammy for Rap Album of the Year with a Gangsta Grills mixtape. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. had That's I crazy. had I gone to Dreamville Fest, I wouldn't have got to see that. That's true. You know what I mean? And I know I would have had a ball at Dreamville Fest, but the nerd in me was so it's like it was so excited to get to see that moment come full circle. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like something that yeah. started so long ago that has such an impact on so many artists and then had that impact, it multiplied by having an impact on so many fans. You know what I mean? Having an impact on young kids like Tyler to the point where they get 
into their career and say, you know what, I want one of those. But I'm not just going to do one and put it out. I'm going to do one, you know what I mean, and and really make sure it's an album. Right. You know, and win Grammy for Rap Album of the Year. And, and the fact that they don't announce Rap Album of the Year on TV is ridiculous. Man. You know, that's it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I don't know, boycotting don't help. I don't know what, you know what I mean? I, I, I really don't know what is going to change change it. But the fact that I got to see him not get the get the award, but the, but come to the understanding that he won it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Sitting sitting at Dorothy Dix Park in Raleigh, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? He's yeah, sitting downtown yeah. Raleigh learning that I just won Grammy for a Gangsta Grills. I happen to be at home, you know what I mean? A couple, a couple mm-hmm. zip codes away. But area yeah. codes, not a couple zip codes, not area codes. Same area code. Like, I'm literally down the street. You literally down the street. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, that was that was a dope moment for hip hop, and it was dope to get to see it. You know, right. it was definitely dope to get to see. Um, and it hit me. I was like, wow, this nigga just went for gangster grills, bro. Yeah. Like what? And it's funny. I asked my um. I asked my uh, one of my business partners, Dallas, if he had, you know, how he felt about "Call Me If You Get Lost." The the new I, I didn't even say that I said the new the last Tyler album, and he was like, "You talking about the mixtape?" <laughs> and I was like, "Nah, it's a real album." I said, "But no, nah, I mean it, it's a gangster grills, but it's it's an actual album." I, I don't think I, I I don't think he stopped to take the time to listen to it because he because it was just a gangster grills. It was just a mixtape. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But when I explained yeah. to him, I was like, nah, it's a... He was like, oh, I got to go check it out, you know? But I think the presentation probably threw some older heads off. You yeah. Um, it being presented like a mixtape, because you don't necessarily have to run to a mixtape. If you ain't a Tyler fan, why you not running to a Tyler gangster? Right, group? right, right. You know? That's true. That's, you know, That's- in this era. Yeah, man. Uh, best rap album of last year? What? Uh-huh. Are you asking? I'm asking. Best rap album of last year. Oh man, because I've said it before. What was it? I can't remember what I said. Shit, I can't remember what you said. Ah, uh, what was that? It won't the Nas, was it? No, no. Damn. <laughs> No, no, no. My favorite albums for the year. I won't say best, but I'll say my favorite albums from last year. Um, Call Me If You Get Lost, Vince Staples, Vince Staples album. Mm -hmm. And Magic came out this year, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, Magic came out this year. I think so, yeah. Those might be my two top, like, that I just, I'm going to go to them every time. Yeah, me. You know what I mean? Me too, for sure. I go to those every time. For yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah, call me if you get lost was mine. Yeah, I I, I don't know one that I, that jumps to my head that was better than that. No, nah, no. Nah. You know? No. Nah. That was better than that. And it would, and, and the funny thing is, is it wouldn't have been as good if it wasn't a Gangster Grills. That's the crazy thing about it. The way it was put together, if you take drama off of it, it ain't as good. Right, right. Because everything changes. If and to be honest, if we take the concept of a mixtape out of it, the equation and drama out of the equation, then it wouldn't be as good. Yeah, it, there's no that you take you take a lot of the art out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. That's so dope. That dude took a gangster grizz and made an art piece. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I heard. Go ahead. No, one of the things that we talked about when we had talked about the album a while back, right, when it came out, was, and this is, I'm just, I uh, wanted to bring up because of marrying together of two concepts. Mm-hmm. I like, it's a mix that you see how it's like paradoxical. Like, no, nah, it's an album, you know what I'm saying? But it's a mixtape. But it's a mixtape, but it's an album. Right. You know what I mean? But, so he has the, like, you know what I mean, DJ drama hosted it and stuff like that. But we talked about the actual cover of the album how he took that concept from an actual album 
ODB first album, yes, Return sir. to the 36 Chambers. Yes, yes. That was a great find because I had been looking at that album cover and didn't catch that it was a flip. You called it was yeah. a flip and put me on. I was like, yo, mind blown, sir. <laughs> mind blown. Yeah. But that, like, it was a, it's a mixtape all the way down from beginning to end. Right, you know what I mean, like the yeah, in every aspect, in every aspect, he's flipping some, some, something, you know. Yeah, it's, it's literally a mixtape. Yeah. yeah, a mixture of other tapes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is what the mixtape is. Yeah, right. fire, fire. Which, in that regard, we should do a show like you know, like criteria of a mixtape. Like, what do we, you know, mm. or the different types, like how to how to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like kind of how we did traditional uh, melodic, trap melodic. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. See what I'm saying? And even like like criteria for a classic, same thing. Yeah. 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 Because there's there's got to be a it's got to be a cutoff point. You can't just be a mixtape because you call it one. Right. <laughs> right. And if it is that that speaks to your coloring book point. Mm-hmm. It, that essentially is a mixtape because he called it one. Mm-hmm. You know, not but not because it had to feel the sound, sound and the feel of one though. Right, right, exactly, exactly. That's kind of like they could have called that those all those the year that Kanye and them put up all those seven songs. They could have called all those EPs. They just chose to call them albums. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We ain't used to seven song albums. That's that's an EP, right? You know what I mean. But they chose to call it an album, you know. But yeah, I I I, I love uh, I love the fact that they that it came full circle and drama got his flowers. Yeah, me and too. I, man. And I'm happy it came with an artist like Tyler, yeah. and, and, and not the standard Gangsta Grills artist. Me too. You know what I mean? Because uh, that just expands the brand a lot further than it would have would have experienced. And, and if it had been a standard Gangsta Grills artist, I don't know that we would have got a Grammy out of it. Yeah. You know how great it would have had to have been to, be, to get a Grammy from a Gangsta Grills with a standard artist? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it would have had to have been Good kid, Mad City, but he, right. he ain't standard. You know what I mean? So right, like, exactly. So ain't no way. Uh, not to not to not to throw any shade, but gotta ask the question: Had Igor not won a Grammy, do they get this one? Yeah, I think so. You think so? I do. I don't. But it doesn't hurt that, right. that, that, that the fact that Igor got one. Right. I think the fact that Tyler was already on their radar, Igor had already got one, they felt safe giving him another one. Like, if they... i put it to you this way. Devil's Advocate. I hate it, but, you know, somebody got played. Um, say they're in the room, and then they're having a hard decision and they're a little uncomfortable with some of the artists that they want to give the Grammy to. And it's a mm-hmm. close and it's close. Because we've already given this man one, some of those people might feel a little bit more comfortable letting him have it again versus giving it to somebody that they're not too sure about. I'm not saying that was, because I don't even know who was, who the hell was in the running. You know what I mean? This year. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying for, you know, Hypothetically, I see how him Kanye. already them being familiar with him. Well, maybe if if Kanye would have played nicer, it would have been him. Which he got Grammys for other things, got two. Right. Uh, but he might would have got it for Album of the Year if he didn't, you know, take the stances he took. Right. Like wilding yeah. out. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Like he's. He, it might have been him. So it may have been good. Like it's funny how some people's like. Antics is good for you. Might yeah. be good for you in the long run. That's right. Kanye antics help sway the decision to give it to Tyler. 
Because only other person it was going to be would be yeah. Good Kanye, be Kanye. I can see that. Yeah, I mean, you see what I mean, though. Like it. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That, Absolutely, that, I see. That, if could, that conversation took place, oh yeah, we can go with this. This nigga tripping. This bro. nigga tripping. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, easy. If, and we already given him one, and, and he produced we, another great album. People love it. Yeah. 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 And that's honestly probably how it went. Mm. And that ain't even no like hate. That's no nah. real talk. Yay! If Yay was not on we, Yay, we, he would have won. We probably. know the Grammys, bro. Donda was a way bigger album than Call Me If You Get Lost. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Come on. It, 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 with that being said, had Tyler not won one before, I don't even know that most people on the thing would have known the album was out. With 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 in the same space as Donda. Okay. Do you All see right. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I see what you're saying. With, the, with got... the size of artists that we dealing with, with the you know what right, mean? right, right. I got you. With, with yeah. the magnitude yeah. of artists we dealing with, and the, and the reaction of the media to what they did putting the songs out and the reaction of the world to the music once it hit mm-hmm. without them having prior knowledge of 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 Tyler I don't even know that they know that album exists in the world with Donda right I agree you know so thinking about it that way having won one before at least being on their radar in such a high regard at least gave him an, a, a, a look that he wouldn't have gotten mm-hmm. if he had not won one the year before. Not just won one. Like, he won one. Was it the year before? Or two years? I think so. Was Igor last yeah. year? Couldn't have been. No, no, no. So, it had to be, what, two years? So, who won last year? Oh, no, yeah. Look, pull that up. Yeah. Rap album of the year 2021, right? Yeah. What? Wait a minute. That's crazy as hell. That I couldn't type that right. <laughs> okay. I gotta they call this year to twenty twenty one. So yeah, we gotta yeah. do twenty twenty. Well then yeah, yeah. So who was before that though? Oh, Nas. Oh, King Disease. Yeah, Nas. Yeah, I can't yeah. even believe we had to look that shit up. I, I know that's crazy. It's people we out there. It's people out there saying Nas. It was King's right, right, Disease. Right, Nas. Right. Yo, they calling us dumb. You know how I many? Um, I've been watching a couple. You know, matter of fact, I'm just going to say it. Math Hoffa need to go back to whatever format they were at before. Because right now, it's just a bunch of people up there talking about things. And they don't know yes. what the fuck I've they're talking that. about. But not only that, I ain't going to cut you. I'm going to just throw this in there. And they need to go back to the original format. And they need to go back to the original theme song that he was playing. Yeah. Yeah. This is terrible. <laughs> That was a quick aside, but it's very irritating for them to sit up there and say things. And I and I'm listening, and I'm like, wow, that's not even close to right. Right, and uh, it kills me, man. It yeah. tears me up. But, and I'm hearing it on more and more shows me of too. his, but others too. Me too, me too. Which is why we. So you gotta forgive us if we gonna sit here and Google every once in a while and things get a little quiet because we don't like to sit up here and just talk crazy. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Now. We did, we were talking about this, and this brings something to mind. This is a, a side aside, nigga. Um, yeah, yeah. Remember the episode we did about Q-Tip? Yeah. Somebody got in our comments on YouTube talking slick. So I went back and forth they can't with him beat a us. Bit. I don't, I, They can't beat us. They can't. But he did talk- say, he did say nah. something that was, that was, nah. that was valuable. Okay. Right? Um, He was like, y'all obviously during that era weren't up on y'all hip hop like y'all say. You know what I mean? Which I disregarded because if I'd have seen him in his face, I'd have punched him. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? But he said, uh, if, like, everybody knew that Q-Tip produced Apache's Gangsta Bitch. I was like, no, the fuck everybody didn't know No, that shit, that's a, no, no, no. That's a lie. 
Everybody didn't know that. Everybody no. did not know. He did produce it, but everybody did not fucking that, know that. Yeah, bro, how would you think that when people didn't even know the tribe, all the tribe records that he was producing at that time? Like that, don't, no, that don't even make sense. But that, that's good. I'm glad that you think you was like more of a musical nerd. You know, what I mean, you had a doctorate in musical nerdetry over us, nigga. Nah, people didn't know that. Still don't know that. This <laughs> is good try though. Good try. Now man. tell me the, Now tell me if you knew the why ghostwriting was taboo in hip hop before you heard this show, nigga. Yeah, real talk. Yeah, facts. Facts. If, if, have you ever thought about that one? Get at, right, get at yeah. some thought. Yeah, since now everybody want to be deep. Did you ever know? <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell me if you knew really what what Jay was talking about and all the characters and mm. how it re- connected to OG Wan, his mm. right hand man, and his wife Desiree Perez in the you know Colombian mafia. Yeah. Before we connected the dots and everybody started doing the podcast about it. Uh, see who is uh Desiree Perez episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yo, check it out. Let me tell you how some people. If you didn't, they didn't listen to our show. Who Desiree Perez? Like they still don't know because when you pull up four 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 album, it does not have. We are family. It doesn't have the bonus track that this the hard copy CD had on it. Mm-hmm. Like you go pull it up on Apple Music, Spotify, that song isn't even up there. Right. He said, fucking Bargos, I'm a narco. Shout out to, um, shout out to, uh, no, he said, fucking Bargos, I'm a narco. Colombian Ties, shout out to Dapo, OG Wan also. Sure did. And my co-host said, Dapo is DP. Who initials is DP? Yeah. That's Desiree Perez. And who was her husband? OG Wan. Yeah. What did Desiree Perez get locked up for? She wore a wire taking down part of the Colombian car- Colombian cartel. It's a fact. These are all facts. Right. And this goes back to you must love me and the girl, what I said, what I proposed, writing it from the angle of OG Wan using his wife trafficking her. Yeah. Yeah. Stop! Don't so whoever was in there, don't play with us. We real hip hop nerds. We uncovering shit nobody ever uncovered. And Come you on can with go like Math Hopper show, but they don't do what we do, nigga. Nah. We give real like hip hop revelation over here, stuff that people never heard of before. Yeah, I was like a lot of these shows out here. A lot. I, I like the people's party. Talib Kweli. He don't do what we can do. Nobody can't really fuck with me and my co-hosts on this, and we'll battle any niggas. That's real talk. That's real talk. I like. Yeah, we may not be celebrity status, but our content and what we can bring and provide for the listeners is way different than anyone else. So we want to, yeah, yeah, we we with it. We want all the smoke talking about hip hop history and wisdom. Let's talk about it. Let's get it. So you get out of here with that bullshit. <laughs> I'll slap fire out you. Nigga. <laughs> That's the energy we need. Right there. Yeah, That's the energy no. we need right there. Uh, and he see what I—that was my fault because he had me a little fired up. But I took Kevin. This been this been months ago, and I decided oh. to bring it up today. And no, and now really. I got you fired. See, that was my fault. I didn't have to do that. I could have left. I could have left you out of it. But that's I apologize. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad you brought it up because. Come on, man. See, the problem is, this is a good way to close out the show. You're right. But, but we got to let people know, for real, because we haven't done a lot of IG lives, Facebook live and stuff. Yeah. We really are true music heads. Yeah, we bought this True hip-hop heads. But beyond that, like, we didn't just start a podcast because there was a pandemic. Facts. There was only five hip-hop podcasts that we know of up and running when we got started. I yep. think about five. Yeah, tops. Now every rapper and every celebrity has a podcast. So what I'm saying is, even though we're, we're not Joe Button, we're not Nori, mm-hmm. not Com- Combat Jack when it was going on, even though we're not big names, we were part of the initial start of this hip-hop oh, yeah, podcast. Sure. Oh, for sure. There wasn't sure. ten podcast. There wasn't ten hip hop podcasts out when we started. Yeah. We nigga, we's part of the starting five. 
for real. Come and on to with be it. real with you, Joe Buttons is not a hip hop podcast. It's, it's a hip hop dude doing a podcast. That's facts. We That's was facts. starting five. Niggas better really like, yeah. You better and, really check out history. And in all in all realness, in my opinion, if you want true hip hop talk and not just trending topics and yeah. you see what I'm saying? Like you'll be here anyway. You know what I mean? You'll be here anyway. Like I understand if you want to hear from celebrities. That's cool. Right. You see what I'm saying? But if you want genuine conversation about a genre that you love, that's going to be thoughtful from intelligent people that's just not going to sit here and, you know what I mean? Like, we're not going to diss something if it's good. We're not going to tell you if it's good, if it's whack. You know what I mean? We're not, right, right. We're not playing right. no games. You see what I'm saying? So, And yeah, we're sitting yeah. having thoughts. We're thinking about what it is that's happening in hip-hop and what has happened and how it affects what's going on today. Uh, right. It's a different caliber show, bro. I was having a conversation with my man last night, and and we said this on here before, and and I'll say it again, yo, we not Chip and Shannon, bro. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, we not, yeah, yeah. We not Chip Bayless and Shannon Sharp, yo. We right, not Max right. Kellerman and and Stephen A. Smith. You feel me? Like, right. like right. we gonna we gonna display exactly how we actually feel. Like we not gonna come mm-hmm. up here and debate each other for the sake of debate. You know what I'm saying? If I if something pissed me off, I'm gonna say it and you probably gonna know it. You know what I mean? Like I'm talking about if something in, in the game pissed me off, I'm gonna speak on it and I'm gonna say it how I feel it. You know what I mean? I'm gonna keep it a hundred. If something pissed you off, you're gonna say it how you feel it. You know what I mean? If we see something is trash, we're gonna say it how we feel it. You know what I mean? If we right. see something that makes total sense and that we love, we're gonna express that. You know what I mean? That's what the fucking podcast is supposed to be about, versus entertaining y'all like we want yeah. y'all to be entertained but bro it's deeper than that y'all entertained by the music nigga we talking about the music right you see right. what i'm saying like damn mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i don't i, I don't i don't feel the need the the to how they say bloviate you know what i mean about things i don't care about and that and you don't either you know what i mean but that's what make this yeah. show what it is and it, it ain't what the fuck they doing on Math Hoff. And it ain't what they doing on Drink Champs. And it ain't what they doing on, on Joe Button. And it ain't, it ain't even what they was doing at Combat Jack. God bless Combat Jack. Because we wouldn't sure. be here without Combat. You know what right. I mean? But I'm going to tell you the truth, though. I feel like it's a lot closer to what was happening on Combat Jack than what's happening everywhere else. Yeah, I agree. Because you can go back to every Combat Jack. Yes, he's interviewing people, but they having genuine conversations about right. hip-hop. Right. Right. Genuine conversations about hip hop, and that shit is important. It's important yeah. to me. I mean, I know it's important to you. you know yeah. what I mean? So, it, with all that being said, don't fucking come for us about our knowledge and what the hell we talking about, bro. You know right? What I mean? <laughs> don't be in my comments talking crazy. We want y'all to talk. Matter of fact, talk. We say what you want to in the comments. Just know, <laughs> I don't give a damn what you say in the comments. Just know, I'm gonna say whatever the hell I want to say too. So, yeah. Yeah, and I'm and I am gonna say something back. I <laughs> I I decided I took two days. I was like, I ain't saying nothing to this nigga, man. Yeah, I, I was like, you know what, man? <laughs> Fuck this nigga, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's crazy. He's bugging to even put that. Yeah, but but I didn't know it, so it was useful information. But he could have given yeah, me yeah, that yeah. useful information in a more pleasant way. Yeah, bro. but what he went wrong is. Where he said everybody like when we make generalizations, everybody knew he did. A pat- right. Like, no, right, no. And the likelihood because I'm part is, of everyone. We didn't know. We didn't know. And the likelihood, and if I didn't know and you didn't know, I'm know for a fact everybody in hip hop didn't know because you one of the smartest motherfuckers in hip hop I know. And I and I not to tap my, toot my own horn. I know I know a bit about this shit. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. Yeah. So what what I do know, I don't know this, but I'm willing to bet. All the money that I'm gonna make for the rest of my life, that that mm-hmm. nigga watched that episode and got on Wikipedia and found the oh movie, yeah, and found the, yeah. the most obscure Q-tip production it was like, right. y'all don't know this, yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah. Now look, like yeah, yeah, because look, if he genuinely knew that and had always known that, we would actually be tuned into his show for factory, for factory. That nigga's just trying to stump the Schwab, yo. I ain't trying yeah. to hit that. <laughs> I ain't trying yeah. to hit that shit. But yo, man, you think we did enough on this one? This shit was fun. I oh yeah, it. yeah, we bodied this. Yeah. <laughs>
I feel you. I feel you. We did though. We did though. Um, yeah, man. Well, shit. Since we did enough, um, I'm gonna ask y'all to go to follow us on all our social media platforms, man. Go to Facebook and follow us at Conversate for Conversate for a few. Also, search. Conversate for a few podcast extended convo. I can't remember, but if you search the words, that shit will come up, and we're more active on there, and that's a lot more fun. Follow us on Instagram at Conversate for a few. Um, stay tuned for the limited edition Futane Clan merch. Um, go to all your favorite streaming platforms and subscribe to the show. Rate the show. Give us five stars, five mics, five whatevers. You know what I mean? Uh, go to YouTube. And make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the notification bell so you know when a new episode is going to drop. Uh, leave a comment as long as you ain't that asshole that was um, mm-hmm. trying to talk. Matter of fact, if you are him, leave a comment. Because I got, you know, you'll be, a, I, I actually, thank you for watching the show. That's what I want to say to you. I appreciate yeah. it. Yay, I appreciate it. But, um, yeah, hit the YouTube up and follow it. Subscribe. Share it with your friends because that's the only way they're going to know we're here. Because we're not spending it. Dime on this shit here. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, with that, with that being said, I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This was not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely was not. This is a podcast about hip hop. Make room for the tag. Conversate for a few. Conversate for a few. Hustle. Welcome, man, they had to send me Hustle from Raleigh, live from NC With your hosts, John and Allen Relate to the two You are now listening to Conversate for a few Check it on SoundCloud, debate with your crew They talking hip-hop from the late to the new From July till June end No Fridays for me, tune in Please listen to this podcast Please listen to this podcast Please listen to this podcast. 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 Please listen to this podcast.